Hello, Monetization Nation. This is a Sunday episode of Monetization Nation, and I'm your host, Nathan Gwilliam. In J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series, pride is one of the defining characteristics of many of the characters, but it leads to the downfall of Lord Voldemort. Voldemort is so proud, he can't imagine not living forever. In his quest to prolong his life, he destroys the lives of others. In the end, his pride causes him to underestimate Harry, who is able to defeat him. Voldemort only lived to about 71 years old, well under the life expectancy of wizards. Dumbledore lived to 116. If it weren't for the pride, Voldemort could have lived much longer. Though our pride likely won't lead to our death, it could lead to the destruction of many things that are really important to us, including faith, relationships, or our business. To combat pride, we must choose humility. Ezra Taft Benson was a former U.S. cabinet member as Secretary of the Interior and a religious leader. He explained how pride works. He said, quote, pride is essentially competitive in nature. We pit ourselves against God's will. When we direct our pride toward God, it is in the spirit of my will and not thine be done. As Paul said, they seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ's. Source Philippians 2, 21. As entrepreneurs, there may be times when we want something that is against God's will. I've learned that I always want to be where God wants me to be, even if that means taking another job, moving my family, or starting over again. One of the scariest things for me is to be somewhere God doesn't want me to be, or doing something that God doesn't want me to be doing. Another form of pride is against our fellow men. Benson explains, quote, We are tempted daily to elevate ourselves above others and diminish them. The proud make every man their adversary by pitting their intellects, opinions, works, wealth, talents, and any other worldly measuring device against others. As C.S. Lewis said, quote, Pride gets no pleasure out of having something, only out of having more than the next man. It is the comparison that makes you proud, the pleasure of being above the rest. Once the element of competition has gone, pride has gone, unquote. The nature of entrepreneurship and business relies heavily on competition, and healthy competition can be a great thing. It can push us towards the finest content or best products, but the competition can consume us, and sometimes we can be obsessed with beating our competitors. Or competition can be a problem if it makes us feel that we are better than someone else. In these situations, it hurts us and our businesses because we miss out on what is most important, the people and the relationships, but not the money. Benson said, quote, some prideful people are not so concerned as to whether their wages meet their needs as they are that their wages are more than someone else's. Their reward is being a cut above the rest. This is the enmity of pride, unquote. Many years ago, I had a talented young employee who took a job with my company. Before I made an offer, I asked her what her desired salary was and and used that as one of the deciding factors about whether I would hire her. She told me, and I felt that her request was fair based on her experience and her job, and so I made her an offer matching exactly what she asked for, and I gave her a strong title with the word director in it. It was more money than she had ever made in her life. Then, not long after she started, I gave her a raise. One day, she found out that someone else within our company with a director title as editor going back. One day, she found out that someone else within our company who also had a title with director in it uh, was making more money than she was. 
She didn't understand the situation surrounding that other employee who had more experience, who I had recruited away from another company and had to relocate he and his family from a different state, who was doing a completely different role with much more financial upside for my company, etc. My companies have a merit-based pay system and don't pay based upon the employee's title. However, the young employee quit on the spot. She had been satisfied with her compensation until she found out someone else in a completely different situation that was unknown to her was making more than her than she was. We need to be happy and content with our lot, with our situation. We can always strive to improve it, but we are happy based upon how we are doing and and our relationships and not based upon what someone else has if we are comparing ourselves we will always be unhappy because there will always be someone with more than we have at something the famous greek myth of icarus is a great example of how pride can have a dangerous consequence daedalus the father of icarus and brilliant inventor angered king minos who then imprisoned him and his son to escape, Daedalus used twine, feathers, and wax to build large wings for himself and his son. Daedalus warned his son that they would have to fly at a medium height, because if they would fly at a high altitude, the sun would melt the, the wax in their wings, or if they would fly at a low altitude, the seawater would dampen their wings. Icarus listened to his father at first, and they flew at a medium altitude, but soon he flew too high, and the wax on his wings melted, causing him to go toppling into the sea. Icarus thought he could handle flying higher than his father said he could. Pride can have very real and serious consequences if we don't keep it in check or replace it with humility. How do we make sure we don't let pride have free reign over us? Benson said, quote, the antidote for pride is humility, meekness, submissiveness. It is the broken heart and contrite spirit, unquote. He quoted a portion of Rudyard Kipling's poem, Recessional, saying, the tumult and the shouting dies. The captains and the kings depart. Still stands thine ancient sacrifice, and humble and a contrite heart. Lord God of hosts, be with us yet, lest we forget, lest we forget. Benson explained, we can either choose to be humble or we can be compelled to be humble. Let us choose to be humble. So how do we humble ourselves? Here are six ways that Benson lists for how we can choose to be humble. Number one is we can lift other people up. Quote, conquering enmity towards our brothers and sisters, esteeming them as ourselves and lifting them as high or higher than we are, unquote. Benson said that pride is ugly. It says, if you succeed, I am a failure. But the first way we can choose humility over pride is by lifting others up. This can be hard, especially with those who are our competitors. We don't have to tell our potential customers that their products are better than ours, but there are simple things we can do. For example, we can congratulate them on a successful product launch, or we can invite them onto our podcast and learn from each other's experiences. Seeing and valuing them as, as the humans they are and treating them with kindness and respect lifts both the competitor and ourselves. Number two, we can accept criticism. Quote, receiving counsel and chastisement, unquote. There was once a teacher and spiritual man who was focusing on a particular mantra. He heard of a hermit nearby and couldn't pass up the opportunity to teach. He went to the island where the hermit lived. They shared some tea 
and the teacher asked about the hermit's spiritual practice. The hermit told him the mantra he repeated to himself all the time, the same mantra the teacher had been studying. The teacher was thrilled to learn it was the same one, but he noticed the hermit was pronouncing it incorrectly. The teacher taught him the correct pronunciation, and the hermit humbly accepted the correction. Soon after, the teacher left. As he was sailing away, he started to see the hermit walking on the water to meet him. The hermit said, will you tell me again the pronunciation? I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly. The teacher said, you clearly don't need it. The hermit insisted and the teacher told him again. As he walked across the water back to the island, the hermit repeated it to himself over and over. Source, medium. The teacher in the story assumed he knew better than the hermit because of his education. In sharp contrast, the hermit was willing to accept new teaching, even though he was in tune with his spirituality enough to walk on water. Accepting criticism is a surefire way to diminish pride, and the hermit accepted the teacher's correction without a second thought. The important part is how we receive criticism. There's a balance between rejecting all of it and accepting all of it. However, we should always look at the criticism with an open mind, wanting to improve where appropriate. Number three is to forgive, quote, forgiving those who have offended us, unquote. Matthew 18, 21 through 22 reads, quote, Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven, unquote. Forgiveness is often mistaken as a feeling, but it is actually a choice. Just as we can choose to be humble, we can choose to forgive. It's hard to go to someone who's wronged us and forgive them. But we have to remember that it doesn't have to mean we're saying what they did was okay or that we're going to trust them again. Number four is serve. Quote, rendering selfless service, unquote. While pride has us focus on ourselves, service allows us to think about others first it takes our attention away from our successes or failures and forces us to be concerned about someone else and their welfare. We can perform service in our personal lives and in our businesses. There are many companies that donate a portion of their profits to charity or that match donations of customers or employees. There's many companies that are there for their employees and, and generously give employees sick days or even financial support when employees are in difficult situations. If we're just starting out with our businesses, we may not have the resources to do all the things like this, but we can still give back in our own way through something like encouraging our team to volunteer. Number five is change, quote, confessing and forsaking our sins and being born of God, unquote. Most people don't like being wrong, and they especially don't like admitting that they were wrong. It takes a lot of humility to admit and confess we've messed up, but admitting we're wrong is the first step to becoming better and to not making the same mistake again. Our teams deserve explanations and apologies when we do something wrong. It will help us grow closer to them and build trust with each other. In turn, they won't be as afraid to come forward and work toward resolution when they make a mistake. Number six is to choose God. Quote, loving God, submitting our will to his and putting him first in our lives, unquote. The last way we can choose humility is to put the Lord's will before our own. If we strive to do this, we will naturally do many of the other items in this list because he asks us to do things like lift others, forgive, and serve. If we're putting him and his will first, 
It will be easier to combat pride and choose humility. Here's some of my key takeaways from this episode. Number one, pride can cause the destruction of many things that we treasure. Number two, pride gets pleasure out of having more of something than someone else. It's the comparison that makes us proud. Number three, one of the antidotes for pride is humility. Number four, we can either choose to be humble or we can be compelled to be humble. Number five, we can choose to be humble by lifting others, receiving criticism, forgiving, serving, admitting our mistakes, and putting God's will above our own. Did this episode resonate with you? Then please subscribe to the free Monetization Nation e-magazine at monetizationnation.com. Or you can subscribe for free on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, our Facebook group, or your favorite podcast platform so you can receive future episodes of Monetization Nation. Thanks for joining me for this episode. I wish you success as you strive to leverage the power of humility.